1: Hello and welcome to the DSR Daily. I'm David Rothkopf, one of your co-hosts, joined as ever by Chris Kottner. How are you doing, Chris? Doing well, thanks. And Riley Fessler. How are you doing, Riley? Not too bad. Excellent. Today, we're going to try to give you a few highlights from today's news with a little bit of analysis, and we'll try to do it as ever in, I don't know, roughly 15 minutes, maybe 16 minutes, 17 minutes. We keep trying
0: for 15 minutes. We'll get there. Go ahead, Chris. So this is uh, sort of the Israel-Hamas roundup. We're in day five of the ceasefire, another encouraging sign. Um, hostages continue to be released. And uh, Israel has stated that um, as long as 10 hostages a day are released, they'll continue to abide by the ceasefire having seen some of the photos online and with the UN's report that 80% um of the citizens of Gaza have been displaced um this is an encouraging sign in addition uh Anthony Blinken is scheduled to visit Israel um as well as the UAE this week and CIA director William Burns is having secret although <laughs> How secret can they be, as we always say, if this they're, is the
1: most well publicized secret? meeting.
0: <laughs> secret discussions uh, with uh, Israel's spy chief, um, Qatar's prime minister, trying to extend or broaden uh, the ceasefire, which to this point, in terms of hostage release, has been limited to women and children. Um, I see these as encouraging signs, and I do feel like. Um, you know, we're in a position to be able to broach the next step, you know, which would be a more permanent ceasefire. Maybe that's wishful thinking, um, but it's at least trending that way.
1: Yeah, I think it's wishful thinking. Uh, I'm good to see Bill Burns uh, there doing this. Uh, uh, as uh, I think Richard Haas said this morning on Morning Joe, uh, it's as though this administration has three national security principles. Um, uh, Bill Burns is like an additional Secretary of State. He handles these tough negotiations, um, and I suspect it will lead to getting more hostages out. Um, The Israelis are still talking about this conflict extending for another couple of months, Uh, and one of the reasons, of course, is that Bibi Netanyahu is probably out of this job Uh, as soon as or shortly after this conflict ends. uh, That's one of the big problems here is how do you get him to act uh, in the interests of the country and the region uh, and not in his own self-interest. It's not something he's ever done before. Uh, But U.S. pressure is constant on this, uh, and uh, I think it's increasingly clear to the Israelis that while they can make some progress and devastate Gaza, um uh their uh their you know uh metrics for the progress, like we've eliminated five Hamas leaders, which they said the other day, seems vastly out of whack with the toll that it's taking um and so it suggests that if they continue uh that uh, global public opinion will uh, get even more intense against them, and opinion in the United States will get more intense against them, uh, and that's something they're going to be up against. So, going to be going to be a very difficult couple of months, uh, but glad to see we've got this respite and that some of these hostages are coming home, Riley. So, a
2: uh, interesting case coming up in Russia mm-hmm. um, earlier this month. Russia's Justice Ministry requested that the Supreme Court designate uh, what they call the quote-unquote international LGBT movement as an extremist organization uh, which would be under a law passed in 2002 uh, that has effectively outlawed any organization that's labeled as an extremist organization. Uh, Other other organizations that have caught this designation include Alexei Navalny's Anti-Corruption Foundation, Jehovah's Witnesses, and Meta. So kind of an interesting rogues gallery that has fallen under this umbrella um but critics worry that this will kind of be used as a hammer to just come down on any not only any organization that is LGBT but just individuals in general given that this is such a broad uh definition of the international LGBT movement whatever that means um so definitely a worrying sign and this continuing worsening trend for LGBTQ community in Russia
1: yeah and yet another sign that that Vladimir Putin's a bad guy, he runs his country in a bad way. Uh, This is where autocrats take us. And uh, if you think this is far away from what Mike Johnson and some of uh, Donald Trump's other supporters want, uh, it's not. They've been talking, Mike Johnson's been talking about uh, criminalizing LGBTQ plus behavior for a long time. Um, And, uh, you know, in this movement among the sort of global right, which uh, is gaining some momentum, has gained momentum in recent days with the election of Malay and the electoral success of uh, 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 Geert uh, uh, Wilder. Um, it's uh, it's uh, you know it's it's something to worry about. Um, uh, it's not just something remote that's happening in 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 Vladimir Putin's Russia, Chris.
0: I hate giving airtime to this guy, but Tommy Tuberville was trending on Twitter this morning. He made an appearance on Newsmax last night declaring that the military, the United States military was the weakest it's ever been in his lifetime. Um, he would know because, you know, he served so many years in the in the military. Um, he did not. Uh, but there's been a lot of reaction around this interview. Um You'll remember, of course, that uh, Tuberville is holding up military promotions. Um, So just some reaction. Tuberville is a true disgrace to our military, our Senate, and our country as a whole. That was from the Lincoln Project. Tuberville hates the troops. He hates the military and he hates veterans. That's from our friends at Mueller, she wrote. Um, Tuberville is an idiot, wrong, and obviously doesn't understand the absolute lethality of the United States military. Come on, Alabama, do better. Um, Chuck Schumer uh, tweeted this morning or, or yesterday that the Rules Committee acted on a resolution that would allow the summit to quickly confirm uh, the 350 military promotions. Um, so, And that will be sent to the Senate floor, um, hopefully in the next day or two this politics you know holding up uh military promotions is just is outrageous um another thing that i I'm, I'm just not smart enough to understand
1: uh you understand it perfectly well and uh uh you because you recognize that tubrevella is a disgrace and a danger Uh, And if there is any weakness in the U.S. military, he's caused a lot of it. Uh, The reality is, of course, the U.S. military right now is stronger than it's been in a long, long time, is by far the strongest military in the world. We're still spending multiples of the next biggest country in military spending. Um, And, uh, you know, what he says is ludicrous. It's always ludicrous because they elected a football coach to be senator. I mean, you know, it's just so dumb, right? Um, and they had a good senator, Doug Jones, and they got, they, they got rid of him. Uh, you know, they've done it to themselves, um, and uh, they've done it to the rest of us. Uh, it'll be good to see this blockade my uh, lifted. My only uh, uh, criticism is, why not sooner? Where was the spine of the Senate sooner? doesn't make any sense. Riley?
2: So kind of continuing on the theme of the growing far-right globally, uh, in France, there have been some riots linked to the far-right as a result of a teenager being killed earlier in the month. Uh, A a teenager identified only as Tomas was killed at a dance hall in the village of Crepol, Um, and there's still ongoing investigations as to kind of what triggered the killing. It seems that there was some kind of fight broke out. Some of the witnesses say that there was racially charged language was used, um, but authorities haven't confirmed this. Um, but that hasn't stopped far right activists, uh, and rioters from descending on neighboring towns, essentially looking to start violence in the neighborhoods they suspect that the attackers came from. Um, Two do- over two dozen people have already been detained over the weekend as a result of, of kind of these protests that have been ongoing from the far right. Um, and it's just as part of the greater trend. We saw something similar in Dublin last week uh, after three children and their carer were stabbed. Uh, the far right immediately kind of adopted this narrative that it was either an immigrant family or racially motivated and started rioting. So to me, this is a really kind of terrifying trend in Europe, but also globally. Yeah,
1: and and violence uh, here—it's part of the, the the playbook of the far right. Uh, it's one of the many reasons uh, the, the rise of the far right is dangerous. Uh, but people also have a lot of anger, and it's one of the many reasons that um, uh, angry people who don't have any other means of expressing themselves are drawn to this. Um, uh, you know, uh, I, I worry about next year, frankly, in the United States. Uh, as we're in an election year, and as violence is part of the vocabulary of the far right, uh, what that may mean for us. I think it's its uh, ominous. Chris?
0: My final story is, um, of course, it's a tech story, but I'm raising it for not the content of the story. So Apple, um, in their last release, of a major release of their software, um, iOS 17, um, one of the new features that was released was called Namedrop. Namedrop allows users to bring their phones or watches together to exchange contact information. Um, and apparently, some local police departments um, have issued public warnings to people regarding this technology um, saying that you know harm could come to those, uh, if somebody got close enough, could steal your contact information. Um, luckily, we have responsible journalists um, debunking. Wait, we do. Oh no, I'm <laughs> we speeding. have a few. What? We we have some responsible germ- journalists. Um, and the the bottom line is this: this is just another example of number one people not understanding how these technologies work. Um, you still have to give permission to share your contact information. Um, if your phone is in your pocket, nobody's going to be able to steal your information. Um, number two, it shows you how quickly things spread, um, virally because, you know, people see a news story and they don't go and look at what the facts are. They instead retweet or spread or, you know, tweet their own tweet about how, you know, this technology is dangerous and you should shut off the functionality. And I, it, it just reminds me of, um, when the, when we were going through the submarine sinking, uh, earlier this year, and I would see videos of people, you know, who, who, who were showing, um, that sounds were emanating from the submarine uh, or that there was an actual explosion that people heard. All of this is generated through AI. And while in this particular case, we're not talking about AI, we're talking about understanding our people, the officials, law enforcement, people who set policy have got to understand the technologies behind before they can set laws (laughs) governing these technologies.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a long time before they understand it. The the, the technologies are moving uh, very rapidly. Uh, we're increasingly seeing the application of AI in a variety of places, including Chris, I'm sure you noticed, um, uh, scandalously, in Sports Illustrated, where the publishers of Sports Illustrated uh, ran several AI-generated stories written by AI-generated writers who did not really exist, which produced a backlash from the... Uh, real journalists at Sports Illustrated who were needless to say um not impressed. Uh as far as uh this uh, particular technology, uh you know, Americans most who have not been to China would be shocked at the degree to which their society is well ahead of ours on a number of things like uses of apps. Um in China, WeChat um is the primary means of sharing uh, uh, information. No one uses a business card anymore. You just hold your phone up to the other phone and and use WeChat as the means of communicating your particulars. Um, and uh, uh, that is undoubtedly where things will head uh, worldwide. And uh, so. Uh, you know systems like this that uh, that have some security protections within them and require uh, permissions are gonna become the norm uh, and uh, you know I think it's uh it's time people recognize that. Riley so positive news out of the
2: Philippines um, authorities are gonna re-engage with the new People's Army, which is a military wing of the Communist Party of the Philippines uh, and this will be the first time they've talked in six years. And they announced this uh, alongside their facilitator, Norway, on Tuesday. So for those of you in the audience who don't know much about this, the Philippine government has fought with the MPA for over 50 years. um, And they've actually been holding peace talks with various administrations since 1986. Uh, But the most recent pause uh, was started in 2017 by President Duterte uh, but the current president uh marcos junior recently issued an amnesty order for several rebel groups including former members of the communist movement um so it seems like there is once again a effort to kind of reconcile with the rebels and the fighting uh even though the organization is kind of only a shadow of its former self there's only a few thousand members compared to its height uh but they they are still committing active acts of violence throughout the country so it is a, certainly a problem, and it's good to see that there is movement in trying to come to a peaceful resolution
1: uh yeah that is that 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 is pretty good news. It's not a story that I've followed very closely uh but I'm glad that you uh um uh brought it up um uh and once again, we will try to provide coverage of uh different corners of the world that are not getting front and center coverage on Uh, Your cable news, which these days seem to be Israel Gaza all the time with a little Trump thrown in. Uh, People seem to have forgotten uh, Ukraine or US China relations or Africa or other parts of uh, uh, the world like Latin America. And uh, we each and every day will endeavor to bring a little bit of that into the mix uh, just to to keep you up to date. If you want to, guide our eyes you know you can reach us via twitter you can reach us via our slack you can uh, uh, email us uh, and we will try to evolve this uh, podcast uh, in a way to make it as useful as possible for you Um, until then thanks Riley thanks Chris thanks everybody for listening and we'll be back with you again tomorrow